Yeah, he goes to a public school. Like, it's an elementary school. It just has a separate program for special needs. An ASD program. ASD, that's right. ASD. I, I cannot, by the way, I'm, I'm so overloaded with these ASD, ESE. Uh, what does he need uh, to get into the ESE? What's that called? IEP. An IEP. I mean, are you <laughs> kidding me? Like, the first cup of coffee is always the best. They're never as good after the first one. I've only taken a few sips. Oh, so good. But you know it's all downhill from here. Probably the house is really quiet for 7.30 in the morning. I know. It's a little scary. I mean, really quiet. <laughs> like, is, any, is anyone else even here right now? Well, i got to make sure everyone's up by eight at least. All right. Well, you've got uh, 28 minutes. All right. Let's go. All right. Go. <laughs> Drink your coffee and go. So we're losing a therapist this week. A speech therapist. Ah. Cal has had her for two years. That's this week? Yes. What about a two weeks notice? Goodbye, Ashley. They don't do two weeks notice in <laughs> she therapy? She tried to, but with COVID, she missed a week. So she had to tell me over the phone what she Bro, didn't want to do. Now we're blaming COVID because you can't do a two weeks notice. Oh, we love Ashley. <laughs> She's re- not going to understand though. And he knows his therapist and their schedule. She really is great, by the way. And he asked for her when she's not around now. That's how you know he's connected. Like sometimes his ABA therapist will leave Lolo and he'll say goodbye, Lolo. And then Lolo will leave and then he'll turn around to me and he'll go, come on, Ashley. Come on, Ashley. I know. And I'm like, so oh, cute. Ashley's not coming today. That's tomorrow. <laughs> he does. He loves them. So she's out and then a replacement is in or we have to wait to get a replacement. She said there is somebody replacing her, but she doesn't even know her name. And I have not gotten a phone call yet. So <sighs> that'll be interesting. I don't even have a schedule for that person. And if you know, as a parent with an autistic child, a special needs child, figuring out schedules for therapy is insane. Oh, yeah. And so this could either, well, it's like, I guess, anything else in life. It'll either be a total non-issue, a massive issue, or it'll be the kind of thing where it's he doesn't really cope with it for the next three months. Like, it's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But you think you got it, and then you don't. And then you think you got it, and then you don't. Or it'll just be a massive problem the whole way. Or he'll be he'll be like, oh, this is fine. Or he won't like the person. Well, that's what I mean. It'll be a massive yeah, issue. Yeah. He'll just be like, so, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. That's never fun. I really thought that was this was next week. Hmm. No. He has today and tomorrow. That's it. And her tomorrow morning is 7.30 in the morning. We have been doing speech therapy at 7.30 in the morning. I don't know for you guys, but I think it's early. That kind of works for him, though. He likes it. Yeah, he, he likes it. He literally it. rolls out of bed. Sometimes I have to wake him up. We may have to wake him up here in a few minutes. He doesn't get up. I know. Um, yeah, that that kind of works for him. But I don't think starting a new therap- therapist at 7.30 is going to be a good idea. I don't think so either. Like for him, I'm talking about for us. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's I like, don't hi, like how are morning. you? We're half asleep and sort of still in our pajamas and there's four other kids making breakfast and fighting with each other and can you let the dog out <laughs> <laughs> i usually am in my pajamas well oh that's my gosh. you can really hear in my voice i've only had a couple sips of coffee <laughs> oh yeah you sound half dead to be honest with you he's not half dead stop and if they could see you right now oh my god but it's you know it's funny it's like it's 7 30 in the morning which really isn't that early it's that's not early most people are up right now hey i did get up at 5 45 and put the coffee on and uh, I did say at like 6.30, do you want to get up? I heard you. 
Yeah, you ignored me. So I'm like, well, he's sleeping. I didn't so. ignore you. You knew I was awake. I was sort of just thinking. I was laying in bed thinking. Well, you didn't respond. So I I'm got like, up okay, at five. Okay, I'm going to go back to sleep. No, I got up at 5.30 and it was like, it's really cold. Like to be this part of Florida, this time of year should not be this cold. And it's been pretty cold the last couple of days. And I, I was sitting there laying in bed and I was thinking to myself, man, I should probably enjoy this because this is gone in a week or two. Like this isn't going to last, you know? Well, and that's what I said to you last night. I'm like, Look at all these places in the United States snowing. I'm like, I don't even know if he would like snow. Mm. You know? He's yeah. not used to being cold. We were thinking about that because like a couple years ago, I think we had an opportunity to move to a couple different places. And we were talking about all these places that we could move to. Yeah. And we kept going back. We were talking about weather and Cal's therapy. Most important, it was like, could he get what he's getting here? ABA therapy, the other therapies, this, the, the school he goes to. Um, you know, it's a full day of school and a lot of places don't even offer that in other, in other, you know, states and stuff like that. Like there's a program he could go to for an hour a day. Yeah. And he's at a public school. I mean, yeah. It's free. Yeah. He goes to a public school. Like it's an elementary school. It just has a separate program for special needs. An ASD program. ASD. That's right. ASD. I, I cannot, by the way, I'm, I'm so overloaded with these ASD, ESE. Uh, what does he need, uh, to get into the ESE? What's that called? IEP. An IEP. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, are well, you? ASD is autism spectrum I know disorder. What it is. And then ESE. I'm not sure what that is. Exceptional special. student. I don't know. Yeah, but it's really special education. That's what it means. But yes. yes. They they make it sound different than, than well, what it is. Well, I think it also maybe goes for gifted kids too. Well, that's what I'm saying. They make it. They. Yes. Yeah. It's. I know. It's confusing. It's a scam. I mean, I'm just. Be, there's you, another you, one besides IEP too I forget yeah there is there's another yeah. code word yeah yeah I, there was I actually saw a meme and it was basically like uh on top of my acronyms for my dumb job I also have to remember because every job has like sayings you know like you know oh we have to do this uh four three five nine six two oh well I did that with a five eight seven three yeah and they're like oh we'll just uh counteract that with an h4 <laughs> W-Y. And then like on top of that, I oh have to remember God. ESE and IEP right. and, you know, whatever. But Charlie, our oldest daughter, she's also in the in like a gifted program. Right. Well, she is also in this e- parts of these of this ESE. They will send things home and they're like, hey, this is for your ESE student. I'm like, well, just tell me which one. Like, you know. It, well, she actually read it before and she's like, am I autistic? And yeah, I was I know. like, no, it's. It's all part of the same program. Like she actually can qualify for the McKay and Gardner and stuff scholarship. Yeah. Well, it goes back to they just they're just figuring this out like we're all figuring this out. And I think for for the the school people, I don't even know who set this up originally, but it was just like, hmm, since this is a unique circumstance, let's put them with the other unique circumstances, although it's very different. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, But yeah, there are... I can't be the only guy that gets screwed up with all these sayings. And well, and I'm still learning. Even even in looking at like the school board and maybe running for the school board, I'll get messages from parents who are obviously a lot more knowledgeable about the inner workings of this because they've just, you know, they've dealt with it longer or they have multiple kids in ESE. And yes. they they use a lot of these words and there's other words and codes and everything. And I'm like, uh, I got to research this. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think I know what you're saying, but I have to make sure... That I think that I know. Or I know. Something. I'm trying to think of what the other one's called, besides IEP. But yeah. somebody would be like, "Do you have this?" And I'm like, "I think so," because I'm just learning. He does pretty. You know what? It's funny in the mornings. Like he does pretty good when he, to get getting up and getting rolling. 
There's not a lot of time where it's like you have to really get him motivated to start today. He's ready to get up, get dressed. He really wants his breakfast pretty quick. Um, I mean, he goes to Baby Shark. He sings that. He'll sing it 15, 20 times probably before he leaves the house. Well, and he likes to leave the house. Like, he likes to go places. Yeah. He actually, yesterday was at Martin Luther King, so he stayed home from school. And he was saying, school, school. So, hopefully, he has a good day going to school. You know, our ABA therapist says, and I I really kind of agree with her, they these long winter breaks for special needs is really tough because they fall out of that routine and it gets, that does mess with him. You know, two weeks, two weeks in winter. And then like we just had MLK, you know, it's like this time of year, it's hard for them to really get back on track. And then, and then the winter break a few weeks before that, uh, there was a week off for Thanksgiving. Yeah. It takes them a good week or two to get back on track after Christmas break. Yeah, every week or two they're out. There's another week or two that they have to sort of get rolling again, and it's tough. I mean, um, November, December is tough. It is. For, for the routines and the drop-offs and the pickups. and Which makes our life a little crazy, you know? Because if he's having a bad day, then everyone could have a bad day. Yeah. Um, he. You know, it's funny. I was reading this thing about, do you think he needs his iPad to go to bed? Like, does he need it? No. Because, like, last night... Last night, he didn't really want to go to bed, but he wasn't, he was kind of more just clowning around. Yeah, that's he, his new thing right now. Yeah, he wants to pretend he'll like, good night, goodbye, and then he'll go into his room, and then he'll run out, and then like, did everybody notice me run out? I'm not sleeping, and I'm here to play. Well, and just just the other day, he fell asleep. We were watching TV or um, sports or whatever, but he fell asleep on the couch, which he never does, but never. it's like he wanted to be a big kid. You know, he wanted to hang out with the whole family. But no, I don't think he needs his iPad to fall asleep. I use another iPad, um, the one that was given to me from that foundation that sits on his shelf with music. You and know, it's like it's nighttime just, music, calming, yes. relaxing nighttime music. Yeah. It's sleeping music for babies. Yeah. So he needs that to fall asleep and not the actual iPad to play I, with. I think that's actually what we type in to the YouTube bar. It is. It's sleep sleep music for babies. Yes. Yeah. And it's just very, it's, I mean, it doesn't, you don't have to be a baby. It actually, it would put us to sleep. It's very relaxing. It's fish. And yeah. just noise. Yeah. yeah. It's like an aquatic scene and then, you know, noise for the, the kids to go to bed. But I was reading this thing about, I'll post this link in the show notes, which I got to get better about doing more detail on the show notes, but, and then we have to update our social medias. Yes. And we have an 800 number toll free that we need to promote at some point. Yep. We're just getting started. Because I thought pe- people would want to... um either leave a voicemail with either questions or comments or send a text to that number. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And then, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just, it's a better way to connect sometimes. Social media is so weird because of all the algorithms. Like you don't know who's seeing what. I know. Like sometimes you'll get a flood of stuff. And you're like, whoa, what, how did everyone just see that all of a sudden? That was like two days old. And then other times it'll just be like a long drawn out string that kind of never ends. It's sort of really weird. So I thought maybe having a number where people would leave a voicemail comment or a question probably just more comments well questions too but because you never know yeah you never know what people have to say exactly like like that's good that's not good try this don't do that here's what works for me here's what may not work for you uh that kind of stuff but i found this article about screen time and and nighttime with children with autism and so this article kind of takes see i think a lot of the ipads i think for a lot of autistic kids and we do it too when there are meltdown moments, it's like, hey, will your iPad make you feel better? And there are a lot of times that, yes, it will. 
And so you just go to that, right? Yeah. Because it helps. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, it, if if watching Baby Shark or Blaze and the Monster Machines or Team Umizoomi, um, great. Now, all of these songs are going to be in my head for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say these things without singing the song in your head. You know what I mean? I know. Umizoomi. But he does have his special things that make him happy. Yeah. And so you just go, okay, well, this will make you happy. I don't want to see you crying and hyperventilating and, you know, freaking out and biting yourself. So just take this. The problem with that is then we, we the parents, get sort of addicted. Like, oh, 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 I see a meltdown coming. Here's an iPad. Right. You know? But what are you going to do? Like, There's certain things that make him... I mean, certain things that keep him occupied. It's his iPad, Play-Doh. You know, I get the sensory bins and then I'm like, why did I get this? The Play-Doh is... Play-Doh has worked for him. A little yeah, bit... he loves it. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, someone concerned though with, with putting it in the mouth sometimes. He's kind of gotten away from that a little bit. But in the beginning, that was definitely... Because, you know, it's got that salty taste. Yes. And he kind of likes, you know... He like like very sour, very salty, very pungent. You know, like he'll eat Funyuns for breakfast. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. So you know the salty things with the play doh, but he does really like the play doh. But this is talking about. I'll post a link. I don't want to go through this whole thing, but autism and screen times. Um, it's called special brains, special risks, and it's just about the vulnerability to negative side effects of screen time, which, like we just mentioned, is really hard to completely totally avoid. But it basically just gives the top ten. It actually says eleven reasons. Um, while, uh, why kids with autism are extra vulnerable to screen times. And, you know, we've talked before, like kids with autism tend to have low melatonin and screen times affect sleep disturbances. And so that makes it a little worse. So their level of melatonin makes them more susceptible to the negative side effects of screen time. Oh, I didn't realize that. I know. It, there's always something... Like, something new. I read this now and I'm like, uh, let's just throw away the iPads. <laughs> right? But let's just be reasonable everyday people, normal people. You can't do that. Like you have to find some balance. So you're saying the low melatonin keeps him awake? Yeah. So here's so extra screen time, it says suppresses melatonin, disrupts sleep. Well, they already have low melatonin. So this is making it worse. The okay. screen time is making it worse because of the low melatonin. All right. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Well, that's why a lot of autistic kids take melatonin, I guess. Yeah, we've we talked talk, about that. Yeah. yeah I, I, we I mean, haven't had an issue with it, but lately he's been trying to stay up a little later. Like I said, I just think he wants to be a big kid. When he does go to sleep, he does sleep well. I'm thankful for that. Yes, he does. Because I've we've read a lot of articles and talked to a lot of people where that is the opposite. People are like, what do you mean? He doesn't get up every hour and scream? I'm like, uh no not yet is that gonna is that gonna be a thing do i <laughs> people oh are gosh. looking like enjoy every moment you can and i'm like okay like <laughs> okay well there is new stuff all the time i know it just i mean but you know you, we just get locked into our own thing because we're like oh yeah we get autism but then you can't under we don't we lose sight of the fact that uh there's no one type of autism this isn't like diabetes which pretty much affects you the same right like there's just things that are like oh yeah this is how this goes or that's what that is you talk about autism and spectrum and everything. Good luck trying to find the same kids that act the exact same. Well, and that makes me think of when he was diagnosed and we're telling grandparents, you know, and the grandparents are like, he's going to be okay. And it's like, no, I don't think you understand. Like, you don't just get better. Grandparents. Like, this is a whole lifelong thing. Grandparents have to be the best or the worst in families with autism. I see it at pickup. I know you've seen it too. I see these grandparents. They are the most selfless, just obviously loving people. 
at their age to go through what they're going through. I'm like, y'all are just the, I, I just, I want to give them money or a hug. I see them too. And it's like, God, you're amazing to do this. Oh my God. Life. You know, cause we don't have grandparents around us. And part, and then part of like why we didn't move places because is because of his therapies and stuff. Yeah, he's all set up in school and. Yeah, I, I mean, we our, our kids just in general don't have active grandparents in their life, um, but even if even if we lived close to them, I don't know just knowing them that they would really get it. They wouldn't get it anyway. Like, and would they you know, seriously go through these picking up the kids and having a meltdown? Yeah, this poor it's, grandpa happens to almost every day. Yeah, I mean. If you, you probably, some special needs people would probably understand this. So our youngest son is going through some um, uh, testing and we're working with some therapists because he may have autism. He looks normal. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, we got, we have those. Oh, like, yeah. That's, yeah. you know. He looks fine. What do you mean he looks normal? It's like, okay, well, now, but here's the thing in fairness. I would have probably been that guy saying that five years ago. I, I mean, I just probably would have. I, no, well, I don't. I would not have said it out loud. I know that. But in my mind, I'd have been like, "Really? Like, it just doesn't. It looks normal. Like, I don't know what you mean because I'm. I. I just don't know. I know. You know. And I. Well, that's the hard part about it. I know. They're like, "Oh, look at his pictures. He looks so good and normal and happy." And I'm like, "Oh my god, good and normal and happy." Well, even like when you're out Your in phone public, I, mean, I just don't know if that's important. I know. Um, no one's coming here right now, right? No, it's okay. my Walmart pickup. Oh, well, now <laughs> I'm confused that therapists are coming and it's seven forty-five, and I'm like, "But that's not today, right?" No. Okay. And I text Charlie this morning. Every ah. Time, so. Anyway, I just didn't know if somebody was at the door and I'm like, well, if someone's at the door and the dog isn't barking, then give the dog away. Because what's the point? (laughs) The dog (laughs) is asleep. We do have a nice golden retriever, which actually Cal can pull on him and do all this stuff. And he's so nice. Uh, Last night we're watching the football game and Cal grabbed the remote and went over and goes, hi, Barkley. And Barkley just looked at him and Cal took the remote and smashed it on his forehead. And Barkley just stared at him. And I'm like, (laughs) "Okay, why would we do that to Barkley? Oh, he it, did kiss him after. He's, he did, he's wagging his tail. He just <laughs> likes to be talked about. I know. Uh, anyway, so this list real quick. Like I said, I'm not going to talk too much about the whole thing, but I think it's important just because sometimes we get really obsessed with um, screen time and kind of just sidearming the iPad or the iPhone, whatever. They also talk about um, so arousal regulation issues, which is like a stress response, and kids with autism are prone to that, so the screen time makes that worse. Inflammation of the nervous system. This is the kind of stuff that really freaks me out. I'm like, inflammation of the nervous system, what is that? Well, it has to do with stress hormones. Um, and again, it goes back to the melatonin, but screen time increases inflammation. Isn't that crazy? Inflammation in the brain? So, uh, the, the, um, what are, uh, the nervous system. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, that's crazy. That inflammation is crazy. of the nervous system. Like, that sounds like I'm like you're just going to explode. I don't. Oh my even, gosh. Yeah. So this is bad for that. The autistic brain tends to be underconnected, um, more compartmentalized. So basically, the screen time makes it tougher for the whole brain to do its whole job. It talks about the frontal lobe, a lot of scientific stuff. But this is just stuff. Um, social and communication deficits. I think we all know that. And the impaired eye contact. Well, screen time affects that. Um, prone to anxiety including obsessive compulsive traits and social anxiety screen time um, has increased OCD um, so that's not good sensory and motor integration that's 
all affected by screen time. It also says individuals with autism are highly attracted to screen-based technology, and they're at increased risk for developing video game and other technology addictions. So obviously just giving them screens could increase the opportunity for them to have an addiction to video games and, and videos and stuff like that, we, which is scary for me because Cal's really into videos. Like, like he's into recording his own videos and then watching them back. Yes, he is. So um, I won't go through the rest of this, but fragile attention systems and um, there's a lot of other things, but it's kind of an interesting... Good morning, Austin. There's kind of an interesting... Somebody's awake in this house at 7.50. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's kind of an interesting article if you get time. Like I always say to myself, these articles that I find, they're either like really good uh, cup of coffee in the morning articles or glass of bourbon, glass of vodka at night articles. Like, you know what I mean? You yeah. just, if you're in the, if you're in a, in a moment to learn and spend 20 minutes or 15 minutes kind of reading these, you might sort of learn something. So I don't know. I feel like we always have to be learning. Like it's game over in this business, autism and special needs when you just, have assumed you've got it. Isn't that the big mistake? Oh, I've got it. You definitely can't assume you got it. I think there's like new twists and turns the whole way, you yeah. know? But one, th I mean, we haven't really talked about this and we, we don't have to right now, but I've thought to myself a lot of times, I'm never letting you play video games. Who? The baby. Oh, I don't play. I, I say the baby uh, all the time, Cal. Oh, I thought you said you, like me play video games. No, not you, but um, I'm saying, I'm talking to him. Yeah. We're, I I agree with that. There there's a lot of research about um, autism and video games. A lot. And yeah, I just our kids of, really don't play that many. But for him, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to let you do that. Thankfully, I I think yeah, I don't know. I, that's probably a whole other. I'm sure there's other great podcasts on video games in general. Uh, I'm not a video game player. Have never have been. Um, I mean, that one Christmas back in the 80s, yeah, I got Nintendo like everyone else did and got up that morning and freaking went crazy on Duck Hunt and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. But that was back in the 1900s, and I never really got into video games. I think that's probably been good for our kids because our kids are outside players. They like to be outside playing sports. Yes. Now, they do have video game systems, and they do play mostly sports games. We have a football family. Our kids love football. Yes. Um, so they play, and there are a couple of other games that they that they they connect with their friends, but they would much rather be outside playing playing real sports. Yeah. So I'm thankful for happy. that. That's not like because we're parents of the year or anything like that. It's just the way it sort of worked out. But that will help Cal. I think you're right. I have read research about autism and video games. Most of it does not end well. Like it, it becomes another problem in itself. Yeah, we don't need any problems. No. No, and you know. We were saying, like, just when you have it all figured out or you think you have it all figured out, I would tell anybody this. Drive to a special needs school or a public school that has, like, a special needs drop-off for the program and just park there and watch drop-off or pick-up. If you think you've got it all figured out in your life, just go ahead and pull in. Go grab a cup of coffee and just pull in, you know, and just take a look at what happens when you drop off your special needs kids or when it's, it's pick-up at the end of the day. Look at what the parents go through, the kids go through, the teachers, the aides, the teachers' aides, 
the administration, the um, school resource officers sometimes have to go help. Like, go take a little look at what's going on. If you think you've got it all figured out, whether you're a, a you know, you're not a special needs parent, just a parent, or a special needs parent, because like we get in that rut too, where it's like, yeah, we got this. Like, it's going, it's all good. And then like, it, you know, Mount St. Helens erupts, and it's like, oh my god, like I didn't see this coming, you know? Well, and we just came off a three day weekend, so like his therapist said, that screws everything up. Yeah, it's funny. So I don't know what today's gonna bring. No, and you made a great point. He asked for school yesterday, but we don't know. That was yesterday. Yeah, maybe he doesn't want to go today now. Yeah, and he may have asked for school yesterday because he knew he wasn't going to school yesterday to trick us to make us think that, oh, I really do like school because he knew he wasn't going to school. When he asked for school, it was already, he knew he wasn't going to school. It was later. Oh, yeah. You know, he it does that. It was Yeah, he does that stuff. It's like playing a trick on us. He does that. And so this morning, it might be like, he actually has gotten up before eating breakfast and I'm like, hi, Cal, good morning. And he goes, good morning, no school today. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll, he'll do it kind of- It's terrible when you're like scared. What's going to happen? But it's funny sometimes. But you said, like, you get the anxiety. Like, the anxiety for me is different. Yes. You have the preparation. You have the smart anxiety. You, you, you do it ahead of time so that you can plan and make a plan so things don't go as bad. I'm sort of like, yeah. Yeah, this will be fine. This will work out, and then it's failure. Well, even deal with him, failure. Even getting him dressed, like because it's cold today, you know, I'm like, is his uh, portable at school hot? Is it cold? No. It, Are yeah. they going to take his jacket off? Because he doesn't ask. I mean, he's four and a half, and he can't say I'm hot or, you know, necessarily unzip his jacket. Yeah, and we've talked about that before. I know, but that, that's the one thing where I feel bad. Don't have parent guilt. Ahead, like you're, 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 you now are suffering a little bit ahead of time, assuming that he'll not be in a good, you know, I, I, it's another article I read about this mom. I think she's a single mom and her, her son is nonverbal and he'll wake up in the middle of the night holding his head, his ears and shaking and he's in pain. His mouth is open, but he can't say what's wrong. And she said, it's like her worst fear in life. It happens two or three times a year. And she's like, she's like, what's wrong? An earache, a headache, a nightmare. And then she's like, do you have a brain tumor? Like, you know, like, like, is, a, is your, are your teeth hurting? You know, like, like, and then he's looking at her and shaking and she, she's like, he probably is like, oh, you don't care about me. You're not helping me. And, and then she said, she's just screaming in her, in her mind, screaming, not out loud. Like, please just tell me what's wrong. I'm here to help you. Oh, that you know? makes me sad. Oh, it's terribly sad. And she said it's her worst, you know, it'll happen two or three times a year. And cause it happens with every kid all the time, nightmares, you know, whatever. And you read that stuff and you go, wow, like that's, that's another instance where we just don't have it all figured out because he will tell us, he'll at least hint to us what's going on. Well, that just made me think of his teeth. So it took a long time to start brushing his teeth because of the sensation of the toothbrush on his teeth and gums is like, so things with autistic kids, it's like overload. Yeah. You know, it's like you feel it so like what way worse or way more, you know? Everything so, everything is exaggerated. Everything is, is more. Yeah, noise, touch, all this stuff. The good, the bad, the ugly. It's more, more, more. Yeah. yeah. So I actually have to take him to the dentist for the first time um, in a couple of weeks, actually. And his ABA therapist is going with me. And he probably has some cavities. And literally for him, I mean, they're going to have to put him to sleep or something to do that. Yeah. That's another... Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, even when he goes to the doctor, I mean, it's just, you know, when they say, hey, do this, and he's just like, no, 
I'm not, that's not what I do. Well, they always try to do the pulse on the finger, and I'm like, he's not going to do that. I know. <laughs> and sometimes, yeah, I know. And it, again, it's just, it's not anybody's fault. It's just they, they, you know, they're you they're running kids in and out of there, and it's like, hey, put this on. Most kids think that's cool. I think when I was a kid, I think I thought that was kind of neat. This little thing was glowing and lighting up and making a noise. I think it's cool. And he's just like, there's no way I'm doing this. Yeah. You know, like this is not part of my routine. They draw blood, and literally where they put the needle in, uh, he wants that little poke to go away. Yep. So. And, and then, yeah, and then we've gone through things where it's like, I don't want the Band-Aid, I don't want the Band-Aid, to being obsessed with the Band-Aid. There was one time that we had to keep putting new Band-Aids on a little a thing. A couple that, weeks ago. We didn't even need a Band-Aid, but he need, he wanted it on there. He got used to it. And we kept putting, remember, new Band-Aids on. And he would go, Band-Aid, Band-Aid, Band-Aid. And it's like, yeah. I even forgot. I was like, where do you even need the Band-Aid? And he would point to it. And I'm like, there's nothing there. But you just put it on because that's, that's where he was at that moment, you know? Yeah. So anyways, doctors, dentist, and now haircuts. But we'll get to that. We got to take the kids to school. He's up, man. Yep. Uh-oh. He's up. Well, he sounds happy. Happy, happy, happy. Where You sound a little more alive right now. <laughs> it took me a little bit. Jesus Lord. It took me a little bit. <laughs> what I'm was sorry. going on, man? Now I got almost a cup of coffee drink. Uh, yeah. I'm not a morning person. How many more are you going to have? Oh, my gosh. You did morning radio, and your voice would always sound alive. I'm like, I can never sound like that oh, early in the I was, morning. I was I was always dead inside. Trust me. <laughs> I, was, I may have faked it. I was always dead, especially at the end. Like the last three years, four years, I was like, this isn't even fun. Like, I mean, no one else in the building's having fun. Like the industry just got so just, I'm like, what are we doing? I mean, it's just, uh, I can't believe I would get up that early and drive and drive there. That was, that's the thing I can't even understand. I don't even remember driving at that time in the morning, like 4.30, 4.45 in the morning driving. I would tell people, like, even the raccoons are sleeping. Every, the animals are sleeping. Oh, my gosh. Like, nobody's lights are on in their house. I'm like, it's like the city was dead, you know? It was just like. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, who's listening at 6 o'clock in the morning? Nobody. <laughs> no, I'm just. Here to, I mean, most people are in their cars. You know like who eight, it is? It's the same. Know? It's the same people. It was. The, that's what I started to figure out. Like. It just, radio had such a small audience at the end. Like, it's just the same people. They're either just stuck, you know, they're in a job or they're sitting in a truck or something like that, or they're people that are just, they want to be caller 10 and win a pizza. You know what I mean? Yeah, and those are card. the same people. It's the same yeah. old people. And it's just, or people, honestly, a lot of people listen to radio who are really scared of technology. They just don't understand how 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 much content is out there. Um, but now, you know, 250 million people hold phones and, and it's just, it's undeniable. But a lot of people who listen are scared of change, scared of technology. And I was just sort of like, I'm getting up in the morning, driving in, basically doing the same thing over and over. It's not fun. It's not interesting. The people you work for are, um, boring, scared, and not willing to change. No, and, and honestly, the w- with the world, I mean, look, there's podcasts, there's yeah, XM. And, and, and I'm all getting that. off on a tangent on radio, but, um, <laughs> but you know, it's funny because even at the end of the radio show in Tampa, I was talking a lot, well, not a lot, but more about Cal's autism and kind of what we were going through. Yeah. Because this is where like these radio, these these BS radio guys are like, you know, well, talk about your life and, you know, do this, do that. Well, that's not really what they want you to talk about. They really want you to talk about it's National Pizza Day and where do you get your favorite piece of pizza. That's honestly, it's boring, it's safe, you know, that's what they want. I remember talking about that and my last boss, literally a horrible man, a bad human being, was going around the radio station telling people, why is he talking about that? 
Nobody cares about autism. Why is he talking about that? Why does he keep talking about that? And I remember saying to myself, you know, it's really interesting. Like, I'm not going to shrink myself down to fit in your small little world of being comfortable because, like, you're obviously just a dumb man. But I, I kind of thought to myself, you know, that's really where I am in the world right now because I kind of thought to myself, well, I am sharing something that really is personal. And it's, it was scary to talk about. Because you were talking about him getting diagnosed. Yeah, we weren't there yet, right? But we were going through it. Right. And I was like, all right, well, this is a little bit of a risk, you know, I think. And and that guy, I mean, just... it, But that, that kind of showed me where the world was. Like, what a negative, nasty human being to basically make fun of a family going through this whole special needs thing, trash these people at work, by the way. Um, but whatever, it actually was a great experience to go through it and kind of see it and hear it firsthand. You know, well, that, that's when you kind of see who people really are. Yeah, and that's when I kind of realized I was like, you know what, I got to get out of this place. Like th- these are just these are just dumb, small-minded people who, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to be around that. Like I just don't want to be around it. Yeah. So it was horrible. What? Is it recording? Yeah. Oh. I've never seen the screen like that. Hey, don't talk to me about it. This is come on now. I, I know what's up. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. All right, we're out of here. Uh that's the day. Today's Tuesday. And uh Today oh. we have what sports? Flag football for uh, the girls. Practice though. Yes. Game Thursday. Yep. Baseball and jujitsu uh jujitsu tomorrow for Tyler. Baseball Thursday. No game. Game, flag football game Thursday, and then baseball game Saturday, maybe a doubleheader. And jiu-jitsu Wednesday and Friday. Yeah, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday jiu-jitsu, Saturday doubleheader. We're done. This Tuesday day. through Saturday sports for the kids. We're, we are bottled up until Sunday. Which Whoa. I did want to talk about how I have to drive separate and all that, but we got to go for real. We got to go for, oh, for real, folks. For real. This time, it, this time <laughs> is for real. I'm waking up my coffee. We it's can working. tell. We can tell.